Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. I'm Spencer Toon. I'm Keith McGuffey. And I'm Mike Templeton. Mike Templeton! Michael's Revenge! (laughs) Uh, What are we talking about this week, Spencer? This week, we are going to be talking about the new hit game Shredder's Revenge. I mean, it's kind of like, it's almost like a month old now-ish. We're we're getting close to that. So It's like two weeks old at this point. Two weeks? yeah, it's only been like two weeks. Has it? Oh, okay. Well, only like two weeks. So it's, it's still pretty new. It's new. And yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be almost, uh, it'll be almost yeah, four almost weeks. Three, yeah, almost out. almost four weeks now. Sorry, um, like three and a, three and a half weeks. By the time this episode comes out, it'll it'll be almost a month. So okay, all right. I'm not too far off then. But what hey, you- Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> yeah, the first time we ever cover a game on this podcast. Oh. Are we going to go backwards with games and forwards with comics and cartoons? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I'd been pitching an NES game uh, episode for a while now. So, Well, Cowabunga Collection comes out this year. Yeah, one, once so. Cowabunga Collection comes out, we'll, we'll do more retro do things. A, and I, do we have a date for that yet? Uh, there is no date yet for okay. uh, uh, Cowabunga Collection. That's too bad. Really we're talking about Shredder's Revenge. Yeah. Yeah. So usually we do like a, uh, let me tell you a story. Is there, I mean, the title is the story in this case, right? Yes. I yeah. So we're, we're going to, we're going to do our best to kind of adapt our format to a video, to a beat em up video game that doesn't have much of a story. Right. Either way, I'll hurry and give you a quick fill in. Let me tell you a story. Perhaps I can best explain. The story of my young friends and I is really the story of a man named Hamato Yoshi. So, Shredder's Revenge, made by Dotemu and Tribute Games. It's 16 levels. Shredder and Krang, of course, are back for revenge. And they're collecting pieces of Krang's android body and putting them back together. And the Turtles and Splinter and April chase them all over New York City and even to Dimension X, and then back to New York again. There's going to be some spoilers here if you haven't played the game yet, so stop now if you don't want to know how the game ends. So you go through, you fight a bunch of bosses, which ends up being Bebop and Rocksteady, Dirtbag, Groundchuck, Rad King, Tempestra, Toko, Razar, Wingnut, Leatherhead, Metalhead, Captain Zorax, Baxter Stockman, General Trag, Chrome Dome, Slash, Krang, and Shredder. Turns out that like pretty much the whole thing was a big distraction, or at least the last fight with Shredder and Krang was to exact their master plan for the final boss fight. Krang is now in Lady Liberty, and she has like giant boxing gloves and is a weapon now. 
you fight the her statue of tyranny exactly and you beat the statue of tyranny and after you beat it you then fight shredder who descends and mutates himself into a super shredder and then you take him down and then the turtles have won again and have pizza of course the end just riveting riveting yeah so yeah it's pretty much just like a whole bunch of of fighting dudes that cross your path for one reason or another yeah it's it's a beat-em-up game uh you know it's it's exactly what it says on the box so uh it is a you know retro throwback to the old konami beat-em-up games uh specifically the old nes uh games and specifically turtles in time so if you are at all familiar with those you know you're gonna hop into this and feel right at home um and there's a lot of cool like modern uh beat-em-up game uh little tweaks and um things that like newer games like streets of rage 4 do um and it's just yeah it's it's a lot of fun all right should we move into our Second time around, I guess. Yeah, I guess we're moving. I guess we're moving right around, right yeah. along. Moving right along. Hey, nice junk. Moving right along. I'm sure we're gonna miss several like Easter eggs and stuff because this thing is just like packed. Yeah, like this thing like... is packed with Easter eggs. Yeah. Um, and I, to be to be honest, like it's it's hard to remember all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's Easter eggs, but at the same time, it's like not like it's just kind of a part of the series. You know, you you have different people you can find throughout the series. You know, you like find like Vernon and Burn and Irma and the Punk Frogs, uh, and the neutrinos in the background. And, and so like those are kind of Easter eggs, but it's also kind of some of the missions in the game, and they're part of the series. Like I, I don't really know what to call an Easter egg in these situations. It's not like I think things like uh, like when you fight the Rat King, he's on like a a blown up foot ski, and that's what he was on. Like that was his vehicle that he was fighting you with back in Turtles in Time. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Like it implies that it like crashed and that um that was there. Like there, there's a couple other like very specific references that I caught. Um. One of my favorites was uh, there's a couple of references to the original NES Turtles game. Um, so like when April like does um, like the the help the help uh, move like where you're trying to like revive somebody that went down. She she says you have my support, which was which was her line that she always said uh, when she gave you like tips in the original NES game. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that was one of my favorite things. Like I mained April in this one. Um, which I, I guess we should have asked, like, who did you beat the game with, first of all? So I beat it with Michelangelo. Okay. Uh, a combination of Donatello and Raphael. So I've only beaten it with April uh, so far, but I've been leveling up Donnie and Raph right now. Yeah, I've, I've kind of gone around and I've played Casey Jones a little bit here and there. I think I have him at, like, a level four, maybe. I've got them all up to ten. So. Yeah, I've I've got to I've got to do that. Uh, I did buy this game on my Switch and on Steam, so I ha- so I have to do it. I have to level all the characters up twice. <laughs> oh, fun! 
It is. I mean, but I wanted to play with like the widest pool of people and I just got my Steam Deck and I'll save this for later. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that. Okay. This is the second cool. time around. Yeah, what other references to the first game did you see? Uh, there's another one in um, uh, da, 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 A Few Screws Loose. Um, there's, uh, there's a TV like in the background where Shredder is like pointing at you and it's specifically the way Shredder would point at you in the TV from the first NES game as well. Awesome. It's like, it's like one of those things like you pass by it and you're like, wait a minute, that looks familiar. (laughs) Is his hand like sticking out of the TV? Like it was in that. Not like, not like, not like that, but it is like very much like that. Old school NES graphics. Um, I noticed in the background of the very final fight with super shredder, there's a Star Cruiser in the back. Yeah, I noticed that. And there's a sign that says 3 a.m., which if you remember, like Big Apple 3 a.m. was a was a, the first level of Turtles in Time, and in this game they made it 3 p.m., mm-hmm. but they have a sign specifically 3 a.m. is when you fight him. I, I love that reference. Like, yeah, hear, hearing the Big Apple 3 p.m. is, I it, it's, it's something about it. It just, just made me giddy. Yeah. You know? And I think we've talked before about how the vehicle that, uh, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady have is is it the Mutant Mauler? Is that what it's called? That was uh, like an unreleased toy. Yes, I think we talked about that. Um, and then it's it it it's also like kind of a newer version of like Slash's truck from uh, the Manhattan Project. Mm-hmm. So like it, it's nice to kind of see that come back because it, it's such a cool like toy design. It is a shame that it never got made into a toy. Yeah. Um, there's a oh, I can't remember. I think it's the I can't remember if, if you're on Dimension X at this point, but there's there's a like an Indiana Jones reference. There's like a little uh, like a little shredder idol that looks like the fertility idol from Raiders oh. of the Lost Ark. Yeah, uh, I, I hope that's in an episode we watch at some point. It would be funny. Yeah, we'll see. Because I gotta, I gotta think they didn't just pull that out of their hat. I don't know. I mean, we'll like, it's out. it's funny because there's just like there's so many like little things all over the place in, in here. Um, like, there's also like the tribute the tribute games logo is kind of thrown around. Another game that uh, tribute to Emu uh, made and published was uh, Panzer Paladin, which is a fantastic platforming game. Uh, I have it on my Switch, and uh, they put that in like the arcade level. So like oh. some of the arcade cabinets in the back have the Panzer Paladin logo on it. Okay. Hmm. Um, let's see. I've got a lot of Easter eggs about like their their fighting styles. So like, like you're playing like Spencer, you're Michelangelo. Like his dash attack is like E Honda's uh, attack, and then his one of his specials is that kick from Mortal Kombat. I don't remember which character it is, but he just like jumps and kicks you a billion times. You know? Uh huh. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, as uh, Luke, Luke Kang's bicycle kick. Luke Kang, there we go. Yep. There we are. And then, like most of Leo's attacks are from Turtles in Time. Like his rising attack is the same as the jump attack from that game. Then April is like just full of fighting game references. Like even her walk is like Cammy from Street Fighter. Yeah, like she's got um, Chun Li's like up kick. The mm-hmm. the Tensho Kyaku. I knew that off the top of my head. I promise. <laughs> um. Because I love Chun Li, so it's like 
and that's like my main move with April. Like, because it gets her out of the way, gets her up, and it's a good combo builder. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Raph's got like a Shoryuken. Um, yeah. I mean, there's just there's just so much like love in here. Like Mikey's taunt attack is the is the nunchuck like twirl he does in the theme song. Uh, when it's like when it when it's focusing on all the turtles. Um, uh, what is it? Raph, you know, obviously has the cool but rude like pizza, like where he stabs a piece of pizza with a sigh. Yeah. Um, so Donatello's victory pose, like I thought it was kind of weird because he turns his bow staff into a pogo stick. But that's actually from the like mutations toy line, the ones where they like would mutate back into babies. Their toys also mutated, and his, or I'm sorry, their weapons also. Yeah, their mutated, weapons also mutated. Yep. And his became a pogo stick. I didn't have Donatello, so yeah. I didn't know that. It's pretty cool. That's the um, deepest cut I could find. <laughs> that I mean, that, that is a good one. Yeah. Like, there's so many references, like from just turtles in general. Um, like, there's there's a line if like they eat sushi, um, they go ugh raw fish. Bleh, like Donatello would said in the first episode of Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like like there's just, there's so much love put in here too like the turtles all have like different animation like so they they all have different run cycles so like donatello runs like you know like naruto would run raph is like running like he's determined mike he's got a fun bouncy run um raph runs we, like he owes, like you owe him money yeah <laughs> just like flat out like i'm gonna get you <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get you um it's like yeah like they they put so much personality in in all of these and and then it's also great to have like you know the original voice actors of the four turtles like come back and then bebop and rocksteady um you know so like hearing those voice like the voices come out of the attacks i do wish there were more lines because there was a lot of repeated stuff but uh well, don't they each voice a bad guy too like doesn't towns like coleman also do rat king and- yeah so so Townsend Coleman also does Rat King. Um, hang on, stall for time. I gotta pull it up. Uh, Slash, I think, is is who Rob Paulson does. At least that's what the credits say. But and I'm pulling up a picture of the credits. Okay. If I'm right, you owe me a coke. Okay, so Leonardo and Rock City are played by Cam Clark. Raphael and Slash are played by Rob Paulson. Michelangelo, Rat King, and Razar are played by Townsend Coleman and Donatello and. And Bebop are played by Barry Gordon. Now, what okay. I did think was weird is that that was the only voice cast listed in the game. Yeah. So we don't know who played uh, April. We don't know who played Splinter. We don't know who played, you know, Ground Chuck and Dirtbag. All of those guys uh, remain uncredited. Who did Ground Chuck like nailed it too? I- that like old cowboy sound yeah like, like you're making my horns hurt you know <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. it's like and and the boss fights are like a lot of fun i mean they're not super hard i mean granted i'm playing i'm playing on uh i don't know if i'm playing on normal or, or even easy but like i i breezed through it i took a couple days to play it because I, I wanted to space it out mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but like it 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 the boss fights like never really gave me trouble. I think the only one that I ever died at was uh, Shredder, and that's because I I didn't memorize his pattern, mm. uh, like when he was Super Shredder. 
Yeah, Chrome Dome got me once or twice, and then yeah, because you had to throw your foot soldiers at him. And if you played Thrills in Time when you were a kid, you knew exactly what to do. But I'm sure you didn't have that experience, did you? (laughs) So how I got him is that I waited until he like struck, and then I would hit the hit the can and make it blow up when he was going to strike or something like that near his fist and then he would come back and i'd be able to hit him i never chucked yeah. ninjas at him but yeah. but it required a lot of waiting and dodging and trying to figure out what was going on <laughs> too much of that until i was able to do it cool yeah, i had no idea i was supposed to throw foot ninjas at him oh yeah that's there was a there was a level in the snes version of turtles in time where you fought shredder he was in like a big mech you fought from his point of view, basically. He was in the foreground, and you're kind of in the background. And the idea was you had to throw foot soldiers at the thing until you damaged it enough that he jumped out of it. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Well, I am like, I'm, I'm sure I could go on with other like references and stuff, but that's everything I have written down. Spencer, did you have anything that you saw or noticed that we didn't? Well, not really. You know, a lot of it's kind of stuff you already pointed out, um, or just, I mean, apparently there's a lot of references to other video games that i just didn't notice uh because i've not really played a whole lot of them i've played like the original arcade game and that's it so gotcha so 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 cowabunga collection is going to be your first time really getting into those titles right yeah yeah the only ones like i said i've played is i've I've played the arcade version of the arcades and beaten it at an arcade at a nickel cade and I've played uh, tournament fighters. I like tournament fighters a lot. So honestly, I can't wait for you to play Manhattan Project. Like that's that's my that's favorite of the beat 'em ups. It's just like the music is great, the stages are great. Um, that was where I first got introduced to Ground Chuck and Dirtbag. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's and there's a lot of like little fun things too. Uh, like I, I, the neutrinos got in. Um, you know, the punk frogs. So when Spencer, when Spencer, when you play the Cowabunga Collection, you'll have like the opposite note or the same notes we do now in the opposite order, right? Like yeah. I saw this in Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, I guess. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the stages, um, uh, I think it was episode ten, uh, has the weird pizza store that Mikey oh, really? worked at. Yep. Oh, cool. Didn't notice that. I, I noticed they did ride cheap skates in this, not just generic surfboards. Yeah, like they they really really went in on, on a lot of this. Uh, apparently, there's a trophy if uh, rat like if you're playing with Raf and Casey and huh, and you high five Casey and you high five Casey. There's a trophy for uh, yeah. an achievement for called finally getting along. And that's the the first. First or second time I played with randos online, like I was Casey and this guy was Raphael, and we played that level that you're on the rooftops. I'm like, oh man, this is so perfect, hmm. so great. <laughs> uh, if you beat Shredder without getting hit once, uh, there's an achievement called Who Needs a Doc, okay. which is a reference to them crushing Shredder with a doc <laughs> in. Secret of the oh, Ooze. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's, a, that's, that's a deep cut. Hmm. Yeah, I just barely got that one because I, I played a little bit with my wife yesterday so I could hurry and like, you know, solidify some notes and some ideas and just kind of think a little bit more on about it when I was playing with her. So 
uh yeah i got that achievement with with raf and casey because my wife was playing as raf and i was casey and nice. i haven't been able to do like couch co-op yet yeah, mostly because well, my wife doesn't want to play it so yeah i, I mean, have my, no friends so my, my wife doesn't either but you know i finally like the other night i was there was like a little bit of time left in the night and i was like i gotta play this do you want to play it with me <laughs> <laughs> and so then she obliged and yeah and did it but most for the most part, she has zero interest in playing it too. My wife doesn't want to, and my daughter's uh, her hand-eye coordination is not at a level yet where she can, yeah. you know, <laughs> maybe she's only, maybe she's only maybe like someday. seven weeks old. Yeah, so. maybe maybe someday, <laughs> maybe eight yeah, weeks. Yeah, any day now she should be able to do it. Maybe nine weeks. Maybe nine weeks. We'll nine weeks. Yeah, I'll try again. Uh, right. We we have her in daycare now, and and they send us like pictures of her like doing the activities. And I'm putting that in air quotes for anyone that's at home, but it's like they put them like in a ball pit and they're like, she kicked the balls. So I'm like, I know she didn't mean to though, you know, like <laughs> today they were like, they had like paint on a cup and were like dabbing it on the paper and they're like, she touched the paint. I'm like, I'm sure she was just like waggling around and happened to touch it, you know? Mm. <laughs> and she's that bad at video games too. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that is about a lot of the big ones that we caught. Um, I mean, if you guys caught any other Easter eggs that we didn't say here, let us know. Yeah, um, find us on the internet. Ninja Turtle PH. Yeah. So I think it's time to move on to what we didn't like. No anchovies. You put anchovies on this thing and you're in big trouble, okay? I call Ninja Low. Kick us out, Spencer. So my, my first... Hard, be- hard mode. Hard mode. You can't be mad that this is based on 87. <laughs> Oh, I'm not, I'm not even going that for my number one thing. Actually <laughs> that, like there's not enough unlockables. Mm. Like, 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 okay. There's this thing where you like collect these different items for these characters. And then at the end of collecting those items, they're just like plus 10 points or plus 50 points. And I was like, what? I went through and collected all these items and, and went back and replayed levels to find these items. Yeah. yeah like, and I get all 50 eight points. Bugs. I don't get like an alternate skin or something like mm-hmm. plus 50 points yeah i think ultimately like that's that's pretty disappointing that it doesn't and it doesn't really even like it, like it gives you 50 points but it's like i could just replay a level and get that 50 points yeah like way quicker. It, there, there's yeah way quicker and like so there's no like and what if you finally go back and do all the incentives after you've already max leveled everybody mm-hmm or God forbid you do it on a character you've already, you know, max leveled and not on a character you haven't. And so like you just wasted that collectible. So okay. like it 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 it's disappointing that those like didn't add up to anything too. And even then, like I wasn't even really looking for them and I had gotten them all. Because they're so like you just break stuff, they're not hidden. Yeah. So it's kind of like my my kind of biggest, I think I feel like that's my biggest uh anchovy on this pizza honestly more than anything uh it just kind of i was like seriously like I, I went through and i found these and this is this is all that's left like this, this is all i get yeah, <laughs> yeah you I know think- so i talked to my brother-in-law who's also named spencer and i was like dude i just need like the only people i've talked to about this game are like way too into ninja turtles like the three of us you know so like give me your perspective on it because i knew he had played it and he's like I thought the game was great. It was a little bit short, but one thing you did say is like, we ran across some frogs and like, I don't know anything about them. We unlocked them and they didn't seem to do anything. 
And I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're exactly right. And like, that's, that's, it it that's, added like nothing to it. That's the general <laughs> consensus I'm, I'm hearing a lot too, is that like, you know, everybody's, and I knew this was going to happen. Like people were going to rush through this game. And it's like, people were beating the game on the first day. Yeah. And then getting mad that there was nothing to do. And it's like, well, guys, like you beat a two hour game, you know, on the first day, like this is specifically why I spaced it out. Yeah. Cause I knew, well, I, I knew it was going to, I knew this was going to go by quickly and I wanted to like kind of savor it. That's yeah. not even a complaint for me. Cause it's a $25 game. I expected it to only last that long. Uh, not to mention like that much time for a beat em up, like more than that would just get exhausting. Uh, it already felt pretty long for me. Yeah. Especially if you're playing by yourself, like mm. if, if like beat em up games are really a lot more fun when you're playing with people. So like when I play this by myself, like even then, like I kind of get bored after a level or two. Mm-hmm. And so it's really kind of just about me trying to train and get better so that I, so that I could do like the achievements of like not getting hit once yeah. um, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Another thing though, like speaking of like playing with other people is there, there are special moves you can do like teamed up with other people. But, like, it doesn't tell you how to do it in their, like, tutorial thing at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I've, I've only ever done it on accident. I've never, like, intentionally, like, thrown, yeah. thrown the other character. Or yeah, I, I haven't done it at all. Yeah, it's... Uh, I wish I think like, well, it. I think, like, one of you has to be attacking on the ground, and the other one has to, like, jump kick into them, which is, like, hard to time anyway. Yeah. But even harder when it's, like, over the internet. <laughs> you know, like, you can't actually talk to anyone. Yeah, and 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 speaking of doing it hard to play online, like uh, the first week this was up, like it was so hard to play online. Yeah, just inc- and and you guys played together. I didn't. I haven't had a chance to play with you yet. Um, but the it took um, us like six tries to even get together, though. Like that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, like, and, yeah. I'm here. I'm hearing that it's so hard to, for people to to connect to each other i was having problems just even doing randoms and like getting in with people like and so like the game kept crashing um or like i would load in but like they had finished the level so i was stuck on like a level that was already over and cleared of everybody oh that sucks um yeah and so and i wasn't the only one having that issue a lot of people were um and so uh about a week or two ago they they did their first patch for the game and the team has said in the discord, like they're very committed to um, bug fixes, like more so than like adding more content right now. They want to get the game in like a much better state. Yeah. Not that the game, not that the game's like unplayable or no. anything. Yeah. Um, like, I don't want to set that expectation. Like you can still find matches online and um, play with people. It's just, it's just, if you get a little bug or something, you'll lose that game. Yeah. Which, which really sucks because, like, especially if you have, like, when you get this game running with six people, it's magic. Like, there's so much going on the screen at the same time, but it's, like, it feels, like, so much fun. Yeah, my, my brother-in-law did say that, like, him and his friends figured out that that taunt button filled up their super meter. So it was, like, yeah. the whole game was basically, like, two people doing their super meter while the other four charged their super meter, and then we just rotated. So yeah, it was, like, so, really super easy. <laughs> so, that's, so that's one of the biggest complaints I've heard uh, in the Discord as well. It's it's called the taunt meta. Mm. Um, 
and everybody basically just kind of figured out that like your your taunt fills your super meter you know in a couple seconds and there's actually a um tier list for who has like the fastest taunt and the slowest taunt i found a video today that like showed all the differences in the move sets and like yeah, like Raph's taunt is like a full second faster than Casey's or something. Yeah, I think I think Casey or Donatello have the slowest taunt, and Raph has the fastest. But it's not it's not like a full second. It's like it's like milliseconds. Mm-hmm. Like Raph is like one point something, and Casey's like two point something. Yeah. Um. So, and, and so that's why like Raph is kind of OP in the game right now, specifically because of the taunt meta. And then I think he's got it's something in his move set that like. He's a little bit faster um, and because, and he's not like, he's one of the slower characters in the game, but he's the strongest. So it's like a lot of things are going down faster because of him. Yeah. Here's, here's my solution. And this, this goes on to another anchovy that I have is that there's no reason to use the whole combo system. My solution is to do something like add it, add like my max score at the end or my max combo to my score. So it's easier to level myself up. And then I also have a reason to get a combo over 250 more than once in my life, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, and even then it's easy to cheese it. Yeah. I think, I think I, people have figured out like which levels it's easy to cheese this on. And you can literally just keep like, I think it's one of the mouser levels and like, there's a spot that just spawns infinite mousers and you can just go to town on them. Yeah, I just happened to get, I was playing Casey Jones. I just happened to get like a guy just perfectly against the wall. Then when I hit him, he would just bounce right back to me. So I would just like punch, 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 yeah. punch. I was doing that. I, I was, doing I was that at like April. 70 and I put it up to 300. And I was like, all right, I'm bored with this. <laughs> yeah, I was I was doing that with April. Like it was it was just easy to build up her combo meter too because she's so fast mm-hmm. um, that, yeah. But so still I, like, think, I, I can't to- remember who they said was I think they said Mikey might be the broken character at the moment. Like he's not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the tier list. It's been a, it's been like a week since I saw that tier list. I looked up tier lists. I, I found two that were exactly the opposite. So I think maybe everybody's a little bit viable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like one was like they, Donatello was the worst. The other one was Donatello's the best, and Raph is the worst. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like I'm going by the ones that like I saw in the Discord. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the de- like I said, the devs are very vocal in there, um, and yeah, there there there's the suggestions and a feedback and PC issues, console issues, stuff like that. So like it's very easy to report anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see other things I didn't like. Uh, Token and Razor as part of Tempestra's fight. I was like, give me one or the other, you know? Yeah, Don't- it it really. And I, and I think that really confused a lot of people too. Um, I mean, one people are, people always forget that Token and Razor were in eighty seven, right? So in a, in a really good episode, Dirk Savage, in, Mutant Hunter. Yeah, and so a lot of people already forget that. Then, like, you have a lot of people who don't know who Tempestra is, mm-hmm. and so like people are like, "Okay, is she not real now? Like, what's going on here?" Yeah, well, you kind of like you don't get a real token razor and then you also don't even get to see like what tempestra can do you know mm. yeah it but was bad for both of them that's kind of the thing though with this is like there's so many people that are like quote-unquote like 87 fans but they don't know who tempestra is like like no one like for a lot of people these characters <laughs> are like, 
yeah stuff that they've it, never seen and also yeah, yeah exactly also just also disclaimer we're not gatekeeping like you don't have yeah. to know who tempestra no, is no, no, no. I, to be an 87 fan but it's like thing. but you can't you can't be like who the hell's this chick and it's like okay well you know she's a character from the show like yeah you, you can't you can't like be resistant like oh they're adding characters or anything and granted i don't think anybody was like that but like a lot of people were just really confused like why she was there yeah I just find it kind of funny, you know, because it's like they're pulling like super hard from the 87 and they're like such deep, you know, it's the thing where there's so little outside of Shredder and Krang that they really have to like pull out these characters. Like I said, like no one's even heard of or used, but like they have to base it on the 87 series. They can't, they can't leave it, which I guess. So go ahead. Sorry. I I don't want to like, it's not necessarily that I'm like, it's not really my anchovy that it's based on the 87 series so much as it feels like it's like too faithful to it. Like it tries to hold on to it because even more so than the original games are like the original games. Like if you play like tournament fighters, which is supposed to be like number five in the series, they use the, uh, the screw, the screw loose design from, sorry, not screw loops, the wing nut design from like the Archie series. Same with uh, some of the other characters they, they kind of mix and match it a little bit as far as what comes from like the, the designs that you slash, I don't think looks like the cartoon slash uh, in the video games either. I, I don't know. I haven't played. Yeah. The, ones the cartoon have. slash only looks like the cartoon slash. Every yeah. other one looks like, looks like the cool slash. Yeah, yeah, and even, the even then like this one kind of splits the difference. Like he he's cartoon slash, but he's a lot closer to, yeah. to Archie slash. Um, like these guys even knew the difference. Yeah, I'm just even talking design-wise. You know, like, it's... I don't know, like, it's just kind of... To me, it's one of those things where, like, it, they they held just a little too closely to the 87 series to where, like, they're trying to make it feel like it's in that instead of, like, in the universe of the video games and instead of, like, mixing it up even just the tiniest bit. And I, I actually talked on the Discord, and I think one of the devs straight up said that there was, like, a list of Nick, the Nickelodeon gave them of characters they could. Yeah, use. I was gonna bring. I was oh, gonna really? bring that up right now. Yeah, there was. Yeah. So there was a specific list. Uh, they had to use, or that they could. Use? That they that they had. Well, that they the characters they could use and characters that they um, couldn't use, and then characters that just weren't on it. Okay. Um, and so. Do Do you have those lists handy? Can we go through them? No, they. Oh, so okay. I, I asked. I asked them for it, but they 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 didn't give it to oh, me. Oh, uh, they see. did okay. confirm with me though that uh, Hokum Hair it. Uh, was going to be in the game, but he was deemed too powerful and would break the game. Of course, of course. Yeah. One one spot I will disagree with you, Spencer, uh-huh. on your on your like your your topic of like holding so close to the cartoon, and uh-huh. and this is something that I thought was weird, and my brother in law thought was weird. He's like, "What the hell were those pizza monsters?" Like, uh, yeah, yeah, those those things are strange. Why didn't they just use the pizza monsters we already had? Why oh, did they make okay, them yeah. actual pizzas? So, so that brings me that brings me around too. like there's there's really weird kind of design changes too, like like specifically the pizza monsters mm-hmm. um like that they don't feel like the pizza monsters like they're literal pizza monsters but they're not our pizza monsters maybe it was yeah. and, lawsuits i don't know <laughs> see i was thinking that too I, but i i have a, a big plastic one from NECA right beside me yeah like that just came out <laughs> you no know, it just year. came out this last yeah so that, I, that was my first thought too was like uh, avoiding a lawsuit but like no i i don't think that can be it because they just made a, a toy of it yeah so I don't, I don't think that i don't think that's it hmm. but um like i what got me was one i don't like it that i don't like that some of the voice actors aren't credited uh and granted they may be on a list somewhere but in the game as it is right now they are not credited 
And I asked one of the developers that too. And he kind of said like, that was a Nick thing. Hmm. And which like, cause I specifically asked like, is it because of like the marketing is so heavily f- focused on saying the original turtles are back, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense too, because you can have that and then also have other characters, but it, it would kind of draw attention that like Renee Jacobs isn't back as April and, um, Shredder, you know, uh, Pat Fraley's not back as Krang and Casey. I really miss Pat Fraley. Like, I do miss Pat Fraley a lot. Um, and you know, Peter. Probably the other guys, but like Casey does not sound right at all. And so that's Sounds what like I, yeah, so that's what I'm coming back yeah. to is that like Casey doesn't sound right. It's like a young guy, not even really trying to do the Dirty Harry impression. Oh, I'm pretty sure they hired someone who had never even heard of Dirty Harry because he he sounds like let's fight some crime. Like, it's yeah. awful. Uh, <laughs> lawbreakers. Law yeah, yeah. But, um, but that's the thing, though, with like once again, like because they held so close to the '87 series, it makes you really notice the things that aren't the same. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. the neutrino, the neutrinos are all wrong. Yeah, like I think I, that was the one that was most jarring to me because, like, you you don't unlock Casey until um, you beat the game once, so yeah. you have to go through the neutrinos first. Then you're like, ah, oh, that yeah. is not what they sound like. Is Burn like, sounds awful. Yeah, I don't think Burns Burns sounds off, but not off in the sense that like he doesn't sound like him irma mm. doesn't sound like her a lot vernon definitely doesn't sound like him um yeah you're totally right spencer like it, it sticks out like a sore thumb it, it does like <laughs> it really sticks out how much like the things that they don't stick to 87 is so mm. i mean and, and granted like they don't have to be transparent with us it's not it's not a thing like that they have to do i'm just curious what those decisions were yeah yeah so i guess that's kind of my my thing once again like with the two faithful 87 series it felt like they were trying so hard to keep everything on model and like in that universe that when the second that things were like slightly different for one reason or another you immediately notice it and you're like that's weird yeah yeah i I just think i think it really does a lot for these games to kind of you can just use the art style of the 87 series and most people will just immediately be happy with that. You can even just bring in the voice actors back. Most people will just be happy with that. And you could bring in characters and other things from like other series and people would just not care. Like I, I genuinely believe that. Yeah. <laughs> you had so many people that didn't even know who Tempestra was and was wondering where she came from when she's in the 87 yeah. series. You you could and, do it with, with any character in my opinion. And that's, and that's another thing too. Like I like April's voice actress, like, uh, I don't, I don't mind. Like I thought she was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she got, she got it across. I think she was a little flat sometimes, but um, she was a lot of fun. Uh, so, Turtlepedia, um, I'm on there right now, has updated and they have the uh, other actors. So I want to call them out real quick. So April is played by Catherine Slingsby. That's a fun name. That is a fun name. Uh, she's an actress, voice actress. Um, not in anything that I've ever seen uh, before, but she has a resume going back to at least 2015. Uh, Casey is voiced by Darren Wartz, who is a Canadian disc jockey. Okay, awesome. Uh, so there you go. Um, 
but he da, 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 yep canadian disc jockey um i don't see an imdb on him but you know he's yeah he's not a bad voice actor it just that wasn't casey like that wasn't this version of casey mm-hmm. and uh splinter is played by sean guernsey who uh, his only other voice credit is Howard the Duck from Marvel's Avengers Academy, which was a mobile game that I used to play. Okay, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, my, my my final anchovy for the game, to get it out there, is that like one-fourth of all the bosses in this game are Bebop and or Rocksteady. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a complaint I heard a lot too. There like, are there are yeah. a lot of bosses already in this game, and they yeah. did a big selection, but one quarter of them are Bebop and or Rocksteady. Well, for you're right, yeah, because they're in there four times. There's only sixteen levels. Yeah, for oh a game, yeah, for a game called Shredder's Revenge, Shredder is surprisingly not in it that much. And Bebop and Rocksteady are like all over the place. Which, yeah. which again, to be fair, is very accurate to eighty-seven because Shredder would send Bebop and Rocksteady off to go do stuff for them. Yeah. But it but it was really weird that like this is like it was Shredder's revenge and he's like very prominent on all the uh on all the art and stuff and he's like one of the first people you like one of the first bad guys you see in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's like he and then he like ninja smoke egg disappears and you don't see him for like a while. Yeah. Until like the end of the game. Yeah. Like he comes back like maybe once or twice, and then like he but he doesn't really like do anything, and then like the whole game is like revolves around finding the pieces of Krang's android body, and then it's like Krang has more to do than Shredder really does. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought because it was like you fight Bebop, Rocksteady, Bebop and Rocksteady in a truck, and then like ground truck and and uh, your bag. Dirt bag. dirt bag come in and then you're fighting bebop and rock city together again <laughs> yeah uh my last note for anchovies is that radical mode is totally not worth it if you guys done that you get all three of your taunts get your super meter all the way up and you yeah. get the taunt button again and you get radical mode uh-huh totally not worth it you can't use any super attacks you're still vulnerable you deal slightly more damage i wish it was better I feel like it is better to just use your your super moves than it is to to use that. One hundred percent, totally yeah. agree. And also, I think the the developers were saying like it's it's better to to use your regular moves against bosses anyway. Like the super moves are are good, but like you waste so much time building meter by doing your taunts that uh, they're they're like it the way they had designed it is that it was supposed to be more fun to wail on the bosses than to sit there beating your meter. Uh, uh, <laughs> I said beating your meter. Um, your meter yeah. But uh, <laughs> I can't believe I said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can cut that out. Sorry. It's fine. See, I, you, I think you, it's fun. I think it's, I like the, the rush of like just sitting still and being like, oh god, don't hit me, don't hit me, don't hit me. God, I, go. I don't, I don't like that. Um, in fact, like I was doing it, I was doing it a lot as April, and it wasn't as fun doing that. Um, and then like Raph, when I was playing it uh today, um, it was a lot more fun just beating on just beating on the bosses. 
So I, th- I think you have to kind of weigh it, like, depending on who you're playing. Like, April's obviously the weakest, but she's the fastest. So, like, you're building up your combo meter, but you're not really doing that much damage. So you feel incentivized to use your super attack. Whereas, like, Raph, Raph is punching so hard that, like, you don't really feel the need to, to build uh, your meter like that. Actually, sorry, guys. I had one more anchovy in the middle of this list here. Um, and that's the, the the star ratings, I think, are a little misleading sometimes. The three range one speed two damage or whatever yeah star ratings like they're really more of a a loose guide than a full definition you know like yes donatello has the longest attack but it's really only a standard attacks like raf has a longer distance on his dash attack and his rising attack and stuff so i once i got over that hump i think i enjoy it more but that was a real sticking point for me for a while i hadn't even noticed that but I'm also because I've only really played like two characters, but <laughs> <laughs> like if you play Donatello and then Splinter, like Splinter's standard attack is like longer than Donatello's. Like he stretches his arm out with his stick and huh. hits like at least at the same range, but he's a two range character. Yeah. But yeah. Should we move on to the stuff we love now? Yeah, let's talk about I love being a turtle. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh, I love being a turtle. So First off, like the combos and the special moves and even even the team moves, even if I've mostly ever only done them on accident, they mix things up and keep it pretty interesting for a beat-em-up. Like I've, I think I've already kind of stated on the show that I'm not the biggest fan of beat-em-ups. They get really bland for me really fast. But like these help kind of keep it interesting and keep it, you know, keep you entertained while playing it and make it more, uh, more, what's the word? refreshing more more stimulating i guess as you're playing it rather than you know just you know hitting kind of the the same stuff over and over again i feel like i feel like a lot of the other games just get really repetitive it just gets to the point where you feel like you're practically almost just mashing a button at the opportune time uh in in most beat-em-ups i've played so they do a great job with dotemu at kind of creating more of a combo system and making it so you have to think a little bit more than you do in your average beat em up game. Yeah, like I find myself doing the back roll a lot, um, kind of parrying out of the way of everybody. And so like, I really like how fluid everything is. Like this, it, it, it kind of sucks for you, Spencer, like, cause you're gonna be going backwards when you play Cowabunga Collection. Mm-hmm. And so like, you're gonna get used to this and then go back to like, you know, Manhattan Project specifically and be like, uh, like, yeah, well, I mean, I, I like it feels that. it feels so stiff compared to this. I've played old beat 'em ups before, you know, and and so like I, I I know how they usually feel, and so like I said, like these are really smooth. They they work really well. Like it's a very yeah. well made game, you know. Like I may not be a fan of beat 'em ups, but objectively, this is a very well made game. Where and it's more, more. Uh, man, I didn't want to use the word stimulating, but I can't think of the right words right now. <laughs> Hey, I said, I said, beating, I said beating your meter. So we've already got it. <laughs> it's it's more engaging. Yeah. That's what I want to say. Than than your typical beat them up. Yeah, yeah, like there there's a there's a good enough combo system here that you can kind of feel like the depth. You know, like so it doesn't feel like just a button masher. Um, so like it never really gets boring in that sense. Yeah, I like all uh, the like little nuances of like. Donatello's dash attack hits them up, whereas Raph hits it away, and whereas Leo's just like 
keeps them there you know like there's mm-hmm. the same attack among seven different characters does seven different things yeah and like and that's the thing is like none of the sprites are like really reused like they all do different things um, yeah. and so like it really kind of incentivizes you to play all of the characters you know I'm also like they've gotten a weird amount of press lately, but I am happy to see the punk frogs made it into a game. And they've weirdly like they've made it into a video game now. They've already been made into action figures in the last year, and they made it into the comic books last year. I'm like, well, are we gonna also, get a punk frog spin-off at some point? Also, in universe, they have like it's like a punk rock frogs movie. Yeah. Or something. They have like, posters up. Yeah. They have like posters of them up. Did you guys like go through the they have bios in in the cameo section too, and like they actually give them like different personalities. They kind oh, of no, match I the turtles. That. I missed. That. Yeah, it's like one of them is the inventor, and one's the hothead, and one's the you know, the lighthearted uh, heart of the group. You know, like they all kind of match a turtle, which mm, like yeah. in the cartoon so far they've all been like just Jimmy Buffett ripoffs, but yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I really like and appreciate they found a use for the Statue of Liberty at the end. Because, like, Hyperstone Heist, Turtles in Time, like, they're... those Both of those games start off with them, like, taking the Statue of Liberty for reasons that are very unclear. But here it comes full full circle that, like, they're going to use the Statue of Liberty as a weapon. And I think that's really mm-hmm. cool. Nice little throwback. Yeah, at least it gives them context for why he stole it this time. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, the other thing I'll I'll say is that it does, from everything I can see from other people, I wouldn't know, but it seems like it really does nail being a trip back to your childhood during the 90s. Like, lots of people are pretty much like, this is, like, I'm going back to my childhood, like, I'm being able to play this, and that's a big part of what this game is supposed to be, uh, yeah. a big reason why it exists, and so, you know, I'm glad that people can be able to have that experience and enjoy that. Yeah, uh, speak, speaking as one of the olds here um it it is a very fun throwback um i i wasn't i've never been the biggest turtles in time fan um but i do really see the inspiration here and like it does feel a lot of fun and like it's it's just fun to have like the turtles in this kind of world and it like it is a little bit more like serious in tone kind of than the 87 show itself is like the art style is a little bit more modern so it's a little bit more pleasing to the eye now um and that's i mean like that's the box art and the in-game art um so yeah like it kind of strikes that different or strikes that balance for me a fun game i've apparently i uh, just looked i've put over 20 hours into it already which seems ridiculous but <laughs> have you gotten through like arcade mode yet i uh, i've that's not. the last the last one i need to get is the arcade on the hardest difficulty is the last achievement i need but i got all the other ones yeah i tried i tried arcade just once for like a minute and then i was like i i don't have the time to sit down and beat this whole thing <laughs> Yeah, so the the way I, so I think there's three achievements with arcade. There's like don't use a credit, finish it in multiplayer, and then beat up in the hardest mode. And I think I just like joined another group that was like 80% of the way through the game. <laughs> just didn't die. And I got two of them unlocked, but it was on the normal difficulty, not the hardest one. So oh, yeah. nice. and like, I need to do. I some guess, of the know. and some of the challenges are actually really hard. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. The like don't get hit ones, especially. Yeah, don't get hit. Yeah. A lot of the don't get hit once ones are like, ugh. Those are rough. <laughs> I mean, the first thing I did in that game was get hit and it showed up like you failed this mission. I'm like, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah, we're not love being a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still here. Yeah, I well, I know it would be technically be an anchovy, but I, I we're already past that, so it doesn't matter. Uh, for me, do you I, get I just, anything for the challenges? Like, if you get all the challenges done, does anything unlock or anything? I, I don't know. I don't know either. But not that I've uh, heard at least. But. I so I um so I bought it originally on my Switch, and uh, I bought it last night. I was waiting. Um, because I, I, I was waffling back and forth because like originally like when i'd beaten the game like i was i was really kind of waffling on how much i liked it like at this point i'm kind of this this is kind of going back to anchovies but like i haven't purchased the um the physical version yet and i'm kind of like do i really want to after how i felt about this game like i've already bought it twice now because now i'm playing it on my steam deck mm-hmm. and i'm like I don't know if I love the game enough to want to buy it a third time physically. Yeah. I also think had it been more expensive, I would have not liked it as much. I think so too. I, and, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, so we bought it. Um, it's currently on sale. Like as we record this, the sale ends tomorrow on it. So, so the game right now, since it had, since it released has been $22, not $25. So like that kind of, feels a little bit better for what we're getting for the price to be honest Mm -hmm. yeah 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 no it's definitely yeah like i I wouldn't pay 60 bucks for it at all like definitely not it's it is the price it it should be (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely this is this is not a 60 dollar game and Uh, i don't like that a lot of people are like wanting it to be a 60 dollar game like that doesn't make any sense yeah right well, like this thing is like a lot of these, a lot of those beat em ups, like they're just not worth six. Like they're they're just they'd get boring if they were that long. Like you can't like for example, like if because like they're meant to be playing like sitting down with your friends. Yeah. You don't have the time to beat like a a two hour like even even a two hour game. That's pretty long for sitting down with some friends and playing through a game. You know, so yeah. to me, it makes sense that it's not much longer than than it is. But yeah, I'm having a blast playing it. Uh, it plays so much better on my deck than it did on my um, Switch. Huh. Easier to uh, to beat your meter on your deck? Yeah, definitely easier to beat yeah. the meter okay. Okay. Uh, on cool. the deck. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the screen is bigger. Um, and I, so I'm using a Hori fight pad for my, um, or a split pad for, for my Switch, um, which is more comfortable for me because I have bigger hands. Uh, but the controls like always don't, they don't feel as tight. Um, so like, I feel like I'm wasn't nailing like jump kicks as well as I should be. Um, but on the deck, like, you know, those controllers are built in and it feels fine. Like I'm, I'm uh, it, like, I beat uh, two levels with Raph today and it was just like, I don't know if it's because I've already played it and I know what to expect, but I really, really liked it on my deck versus the Switch. Huh. Yeah, I'd recommend this game even if you're not like super into turtles, but if you're super into turtles, I think you'll really, really like it. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So this is, I mean, so, I don't know. I don't really like number ratings. Like I just would tell you like, Hey, I think you should play this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. So yeah. 7.8 out of 10. Too many turtles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, if you've, if you've got like some friends coming over and, and you're looking for something to do, like this game is a great thing to just get, or even if you like have, you know, over distance and you want to chat on discord while you, while like the six of you or four of you or whatever are just kind of playing through a game. Like it's, it's great. Like most mm-hmm. beat ups, it's great for sitting down with some people and, and having some fun. Speaking of, we do have a discord and uh, there are people in it uh, and we would love to play this game with you, with the people. So. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've thrown my switch code up on there. I've, you know, played with at least one person. I, I keep meaning to play with a couple others that have added me since I just need to, get on my switch and accept them and also have time to to play games yeah than, yeah that's, that's been the biggest hurdle um, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh but yeah we will we'll definitely set up a game night uh for everybody uh and i don't know if we'll be able to stream it on twitch yet i don't it's it's harder to do it with a with a nintendo switch there's there's more equipment set up that i haven't bought yet yeah. versus me doing it on my pc which i could just upload <laughs> So yeah, Final Verdict, Strider's Revenge, definitely play it. Um, it. It's a ton of fun. There's a lot of love in it. And the, the better this game sells, who knows? Maybe we'll get some DLC. Or, you know, I mean, I, I'm hoping that it doesn't set a precedent where like they're just like, oh, well, all anyone wants is 87 series, make everything 87 series. I would like for there to be more love for, for all turtles. And hopefully maybe that will result in that. You know, maybe they'll maybe they'll dare venture into the yeah. Yeah. less popular turtles because they see because they think they might make money there that that's i mean who knows at this point so yeah uh yeah so keith take us into the news buddy this is april o'neill of channel six uh so the uh Last Ronin, Last Ronin hardcover book came out uh, this week or last week. Picked it up at my local comic book shop. Nice. Have you guys gotten your copies yet? Have not. I am holding because I already own the issues. I'm kind of holding out for a special edition that has like the notes and the and the outlines and everything else like i that's what i really want so i'm kind of holding out till i can get my hands on one of those to read but yeah now, on the same boat for now i'm just kind of have my issues i also well, recently sense. bought like the varner studios book and i'm just not looking to drop money on another I, right I now told so. you, i told you that book was good right <laughs> it's really good yeah that's how i figured out that pogo stick thing it's yeah like it's it's uh there's such a bunch of fun ton info in there and sketches um but yeah uh so that's that spencer you got any comic book news besides the last run in hardcover the armageddon games issue number one will be releasing the day after this episode comes out and yeah we are excited for it i'd say it's safe to say that we're all excited for it yeah it's gonna be coming (laughs) Armageddon. All right. Yeah. All right. So then in the big news that dropped uh, in toy news, uh, Speaky Geeky, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how he had done a interview with Trevor Zammett 
Um, he had done part one where he revealed that Rex One was coming to the toy line. Uh, part two of that interview uploaded yesterday. Uh, not as much uh, news in there. We got more confirmation that a sewer uh, diorama is coming. Hmm. Uh, we didn't see any photos of it, but they kind of tease that the one that the photos that we have been seeing in the um, in all like the recent toy photos and stuff, like the Usagi Jimbo photos, um, though that's the sewer diorama that we'll probably be getting. And they had talked about how that would kind of fit underneath. If you have the street uh, level level diorama, it would kind of be able to fit underneath that. Oh, cool. Which is really neat, yeah. That is pretty neat. Uh, yeah, kind of like how like the Rise like sewer playset was supposed to be like that, uh, where like it had a whole another base underneath it. Like, hmm. Makes me really want to pick up that street diorama. So it should, in theory work with the normal street level diorama if you if you have that one and not the tune one because the only difference in that is just the paint and like the cardboard street scene that comes or the street uh like skyline that's behind it other than that it's exactly the same mold so if you've got that already um yeah so go check out speaky geeky on youtube um the whole interview is up there there's a part three that's coming um I think that is going to drop in the next week or two. And then the big news. Ooh, I got uh, some more toy news real quick. We do have some more toy news. Yes. Uh, for those of you who are into Super 7, uh, Super 7 just announced their Mutagen Ooze Glow figures. It's the four turtles and they all glow in the dark. It looks like it's the same sculpt and everything, but if you're into glow in the dark figures, pre-orders are up on their website. Looks like it's scheduled to come out next summer. Yeah, so these are um, these are Super Seven Store exclusives. Uh, they were just announced uh, a couple hours ago. Um, they are glow in the dark versions of the four turtle figures that are already released in waves one through four. Um, they they glow in the dark, uh, and you can either buy them. They're sixty five dollars each, or two hundred and sixty dollars for the set of four. Now, I'm gonna drop some anchovies here. That's that's a that's that's a big that's a big pepperoni to buy. Uh, I I I think that finally that was the straw that kind of broke the camel's back on me buying the Super Seven toy line. Uh, I don't know if that's an indication of all the figures going forward are going to be sixty five dollars. Right now, only like the super deluxe size figures are in that range. The normal figures are at fifty five. But and granted, these are going to most likely be a smaller toy run. Um, so, you know, you spread out your costs, you know, over a lot of toys. So like, if not as many, if they don't expect a lot of people to buy these, they're going to jack up the price to help offset the cost, which totally makes sense. That's how you do business. But it really worries me that these are that expensive, um, especially because they come with less stuff than the original figure. Like they don't have the weapon racks that the originals came with either. So I don't know. I'm, I'm really, I'm really torn on this. Um, but so, so I, so I'm definitely not going to be getting them. I have the four turtles already. I don't need these glow in the dark ones. Um, they've already come out with a couple other glow in the darks. There was the glow in the dark. Um, 
Glow in the Dark Baxter was the first one a couple of years ago. Then there was the Glow in the Dark Mutagen Man. Then recently there was the Glow in the Dark Foot Soldier, which hasn't even really shipped. That was pre-orders. And just like these, these are pre-orders. So these are like exclusives that you're pre-ordering. And they're not even coming out until like next year or later this year. And it, something about that just doesn't feel right to me. So I don't know. Like, cause these, these kind of feel like these are supposed to be like San Diego Comic-Con exclusives and it's like you're pre-ordering these to pick them up later kind of thing. And I, I just, like I said, doesn't feel right. I don't like it. I'm not so into the glow in the dark anyway. So I, I like glow in the dark as, as an aesthetic, but like these don't feel as good as like the Baxter one. The Baxter one was really good. Um, and that was specifically because like he was all glow in the dark, but like his paint, apps like really kind of changed how that looked so it didn't look like one glowing lump of plastic the turtles here are just one big lump of glowing plastic and it's like the belts are done in their bandana colors and their bandanas are painted and that's kind of it as far as the paint apps go and so these look really bland like almost kind of bootleg radioactive figures (laughs) Which, like, again, the base figure is really good. Like, I love my Super 7 Turtles, but it's just kind of disappointing to see this. So, too rich for my blood, either way. So. Yeah, it, I mean, again, like, they're really expensive. So, like, if you're if you're a completionist and you want these, like, they're available on Super 7 site right now. I don't know the uh, time frame that you have to order them, but hey, yeah, August fifth. There you go. So, don't wait. Order today. All right, now we're ready for the big news. I think so. So last week we talked about the uh, first teaser picks for the Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. We talked about what we had noticed in those pictures. Today, this morning at 6.30 in the morning for me, uh, the Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie trailer dropped. And that was a beautiful thing to wake up to, let me tell you. (laughs) I almost woke up my wife. I I was so excited for this. (laughs) uh so kind of a quick rundown for the trailer um it did confirm what we had thought last week how uh the mysterious person standing next to the turtles in the group shot uh was casey jones so the uh casey jones is you know he's from the future leonardo sent him from the future to help stop the krang in the past yeah, it's Terminator, but with Krang. And it's the, it's and Terminator. Yeah. It's Dragon. Like tr- Casey Jones's trunks from Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> one hundred. Like Leonardo's Gohan. It, like in that specific shot. Like it's <laughs> so reminiscent of that. Um, so I really really like it. And uh, so we got the confirmation today. Like you know, because I have ears that we knew Haley Joel Osment was play was in this movie as somebody. We now know he's Casey Jones. So it's like Casey Jones is also Sora from Kingdom Hearts. And he sees dead people, right? Uh, most likely, yeah. So okay, cool. uh, I uploaded the trailer on our Facebook today. Uh, it, it, it's, it's beautiful. Like, and and what's, what's been nice about it is like a lot of the usual like Rise haters <laughs> have kind of like, a lot of them haven't come around to the show, but a lot of them can at least admit that this looks really good. Yeah. Whether or not they like Rise as like you know as a version of the Turtles or not, they can admit that the animation is good, yeah, which is a, a step in the right direction. I think. Looks a lot more interesting than the rest of Rise. 
Well, I mean, and that's the thing too. Like this has a has a budget, you know. Yeah. And there's there's a couple shots in there too, like to my animation eye, that uh, are a little cheaper than others. But that's also how Rise ran. Like Rise knew when to use the budget. And so, like the first half of this trailer is kind of, you know, it, it's not it's not the best animation, but like it's on model and it works. But then the latter half of it, like you can tell because they get shading. You know, that's how you know there's a budget mm-hmm. now all of a sudden. Um, and it's just beautiful. And I'm really, we got confirmation that they had the mystic powers and then they lose the mystic powers in the trailer. Um, there's just, there's so much going on. Yeah, the trailer is great. I kind of feel like it gave away the entire movie, but I'll still probably watch it. So so then the creators have been on, have been on Twitter and uh, in Andy Soriano's Discord, like they've been all been saying today, like, you know, like it, you may think that, but it's, but there's more. So, you know, like, it, granted, it's natural to feel like that. Like, there is a lot in this trailer, but and so for them to be like, hey, like, that wasn't everything. Get ready. <laughs> it's and got when, me, ex- it's got when, me excited for it. When's it coming out again? August 5th on Netflix. Okay. So you can you can pre-order your Super Seven Mutagen Ooze Glow figures and watch the rise of the net, of the Ninja Turtles movie at the same time. There you go. Yeah. So Spencer, you've been really quiet. What did you think? I think I think it looks good. You know, I mean, I, I've always thought the rise like always looks like it. You know, it's always looked very good. To, you know, decent to good cartoon. You know, like I, I've never thought it was bad. For me, it's just kind of like if you remix like a song like too much it's no longer like the same song anymore uh you know kind of thing like if you you go too far and get too far off the roots then it just doesn't feel like turtles for me and that's kind of just always been my my own perspective on it but i do think it looks good and like it looks like it's going to be a good enjoyable movie it looks like they're going to do a really good job with it yeah i'm i'm interested to see the direction that they're taking the krang so like we see three krang in in the trailer um you know the main one says brother and sister, which I don't think we've ever seen a female Krang or Utron before. No, we have. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna say like Krang, uh, Krang uh, was it Krang, Krang Subprime or Krang Prime in 2012 was played Krang by Roseanne. And actually, in in the image, yeah, Subprime series, was Gilbert Gottfried. In the image series, Doctor X is female. You'll, you'll oh, she, oh like okay. Way, like in Doc in uh, Volume Four, there's a Doctor X, and it's it's a female. So, well, yeah. no, I I meant to. I sorry, I I was trying to say like in the cartoons. Oh, well, in the 2003 series, I believe it's also implied that some are female since they have female bodies and female voices that they use. Uh, so I think it's just supposed to be implied, but they never, I guess, directly say you're a female. Well, I guess uh, I should watch more 2003. Yes. Yeah. Will I? No, but, I got it. It's the 20th anniversary next year. I got to watch it sometime. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 something that's kind of always been implied, and I, I don't know. I I always have mixed feelings about like the Utrom just becoming called the Krang and being like just entirely villains, but I, I understand where it's coming from. But uh, yeah, I don't mind it in the more kid-focused media like mm-hmm. 2012 and Rise are. Um, it's because really because cool. also too like unless unless you watched 20 uh 20, 2003 you're not going to know that they were called the utrops yeah like because we know nobody reads the comics so <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Well, and I love in IDW how they, there's like a whole lot of like, I guess, kind of nuance to the U-Troms and like some of them are better than others. And they're just kind of a race of people that were ones in charge of an empire. Uh, anyway, it it's really cool that way, but. You know, oh yeah, I, I love the yeah. IDW take. Oh yeah. The IDW take on that. And like making doubt. Krang the central Utrom is is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I highly doubt though that we'll ever get anything like that in the cartoons, but and that's that's okay. But man, but anyway, it'll be it'll be really cool. Like I said, the movie looks good. I kind of like how they're playing off the whole like kind of like the Utroms are parasites because that's kind of in the IDW series. It looks God, like it, and those Krang droid bodies uh-huh. at the end. God, those look so cool. They do look really cool. They have some cool looking robots. Oh man, like if you're a fan of like Studio Trigger anime, like this is just this is such a treat for the kids. In fact, I was watching, I was watching the trailer like when Spencer sent the, the Zoom call earlier. But yeah. No, it looks like it'll be a good movie. So again, that's August 5th. Um, so you can go watch the trailer. It's on YouTube. We have it on our uh, Facebook page. Um yeah, just super, super cool stuff. Well, all right. So, what are we doing next week, Spencer? Next week, we're going to be covering issues 24, 25, and 26 of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Urban Legends. So, this is the real 24, 25, 26, or the not real? The, the, the canon one by IDW 24, 25, 26. Yeah, so, not, not the fan ending. There's, there's like a two issue fan ending. Yes. That's, that's, very unofficial, but 24, 25, 26 of Urban Legends is IDW's uh, ending to it. Yes. So Wait. I say Urban Legends because it's not volume three and it's not image. It was only published under IDW. Under the- oh, okay. I got your yeah. little technicality there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. Well, guys, that is it for this week of the uh, Ninja Turtle Power Hour. I hope you enjoyed our weird episode talking about a video game on an audio podcast so you can't really see anything (laughs) about it. Um, But we really wanted to talk about the game with everybody. Um, Let us know what you thought about the game anywhere on the internet. Ninja Turtle Power Hour. Ninja Turtle Power Hour. Ninja Turtle PH on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you again for listening. We love everybody. Check out the Discord. I'll put up new links because it's been a been a month since I've done it. Um, and uh, yeah, we love you. So that's our show. Thank you again so much for listening. And until next time, cowabunga, dudes. Cowabunga. Wellington Sunday. It's those turtles again. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The first That's one. from the Rise trailer. Yeah, it's I know from that one. Yeah. What is a Willington Sunday? I don't know, but I love it. It's like a new catchphrase for me. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, same reading order. Uh, unless you want to finish it out, Spencer. Yeah, I haven't read these, so I don't care. Yeah, I, I can be the first one. Same reading order as normal. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but yeah. There's the thing I was gonna say earlier. Now that we're out of I love being a turtle, is like my other like final anchovies. Is that the challenges that are like don't get hit. I don't know. To me, it's like I was already trying not to do that. They they <laughs> feel a little cheap. It doesn't feel a little cheap. It doesn't give me a whole lot of replayability. Like it's it's kind of like all right, yeah, like sure I can go play again in this time. Try not to get hit. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it, it's kind of yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, I applied for Netflix to be to get a screener copy of um of the movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my friend, my friend James, uh he was applying to get, get a copy for, uh, his website. Um, so he gave me the contacts. So, um, it's a big car driving by. Oh, um, so he gave me the, he gave me the contact for it. He's like, just give him, just give him a couple of metrics. And I was like, okay, like the rise, well, when I posted the rise pictures last week, we got like 20, almost 20,000 organic engagements. And he's like, yep, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll, <laughs> that'll get you in, most likely. <laughs> oh. So. Nice. Yeah. We, we definitely get a lot of traction on our social media with different things. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, and that's what I said in there. I was like, I was like, it, I was like, the, our engagement varies based on the news. Like the trailer I posted today, I don't think has even broken a thousand. Mm hmm. Uh, at least it didn't earlier, um, but that's also because I posted it like an hour late because yeah. um, I was having trouble um, rendering the video because I ripped it off of YouTube and then I had to upload it and then write the caption and then like I was doing it on desktop and when you try to do that on desktop, Facebook switches you over to like meta for business now, uh. not the original um uh, not the old way it used to do it where like you just uploaded it. It was yeah. a lot easier. And then if you're doing it on mobile, it's a lot easier too, but I can't, I can't rip the video and then upload it on my phone. Hmm. Uh, so yeah. So as of now, the trailer has uh, just under 2000 people reached. Um, 19, 19 shares, seven comments. And I can't see the views, but um but yeah hmm. oh i forgot to talk about the the ninja turtle nendoroids but yeah whatever that's for next week we get time all right i'm gonna get off here get yeah sleep i need that as well yeah all right guys you guys have a good you, week you too catch you later take care take care Bye. Damn Hit it. that record button. <laughs> oh, that was good bonus content that no one will ever hear. Uh, kids, go watch Clerks. Yeah. <laughs> go watch. I mean, kids, kids, watch Clerks with your parents' permission.
So, so, so Clerks, uh, made by Kevin Smith. It was a miracle it got made, incredibly low budget. The music for it cost even more than the movie. And Spencer, somehow, Spencer's never seen it. Game. That's why we were talking Full about classic, Clerks. And I've never seen it. And it's, yeah, there's like three of them. And there's a cinematic universe because everything is tied into Clerks that Kevin Smith makes. Because you see Jay and Silent Bob. And yeah, there you go. Yeah, they, shot, they shot Clerks too, like not too far from where I live. Oh, that's oh. awesome um because i was like it, it's like an abandoned like burger king i think it was um the movies yeah the movies and it, i i knew where it was because it was like right across the street from like my union office hmm. and uh i went to a screening of clerks too and kevin smith was there and i, I got to ask him like did you shoot this in buena park and he's like yep <laughs> <laughs> that's the shortest kevin smith answer in the world no i mean i'm paraphrasing <laughs> I know. Um, did he talk for 45 minutes about he how? did yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. He, it, it fed off it fed off of a question about the um they were asking somebody was asking about the shooting location because they're like i'm from jersey and nothing in that movie looks like it's shot in new jersey he's like other than these two like couple pickup shots he's like yeah like none of those trees are in california or none of those trees are in new jersey they're all in california hmm. I, lo- I love kevin smith i I, I I don't think he's the best director, but I think he I I love that he's passionate about what he does, and he knows he's he knows what he does is stupid. Yeah, like he's got he's living no, his best life. Yeah, he's just living his best life. He's like he's thankful that he has this platform. He's thankful that people like him, and like he and he's just gonna do it until people don't like him anymore. Speaking of people with platforms. Should we talk about uh, something on our pop? I don't know, man. It's been a long day. I'm not going <laughs> to try and segue. I know. <laughs> you don't need to segue. We haven't even started the show. You know? Yeah, we haven't even started. This is, all, this is the bonus content. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I guess we could uh, start this puppy. 